Hey, thanks for queuing up the podcast. Before we jump into this episode, I just wanted to make you aware of three music marketing resources with an emphasis on one in particular. There's a good chance you're already familiar with my flagship title called the Gorilla Music Marketing Handbook and perhaps even the 5-Minute Music Marketer. Both of those titles are well worth your time, but I want to make you aware of another title that doesn't quite get the attention as those two do. And that one is called The Nine Irrefutable Laws of Music Marketing. I'm really proud of this book, and I think you would get a lot out of it. And basically what it covers is what I consider to be nine timeless principles of music marketing. So regardless of the new website, app, or tool, because they're always changing, as you know, these are principles you can apply no matter what. They're timeless. They tap into that eternal connection that people have with music and with music makers. So I think you would get a lot out of this book. It's available on Amazon in at least a dozen countries in both paperback and ebook formats. So go check it out. The Nine Irrefutable Laws of Music Marketing. And now, enjoy the episode. This is the Music Marketing Podcast. Well, hello, my musical friend, and welcome to the podcast. This one features another segment from a recent Musicians Motivation Monday session on the Clubhouse app. We do these every Monday morning. Hello, I'm your host, Bob Baker, author of the Gorilla Music Marketing Handbook, The Nine Irrefutable Laws of Music Marketing, and The Five-Minute Music Marketer, among other titles. The voices you hear will include Billy Gryzak, Jesse Curtis from the Indie Artist Advocate, myself. Please check out the show notes of this episode for links to where you can find out more about all of these individuals and a lot more. So grab a cup of coffee, pull up a chair, and enjoy this discussion. This week's quote comes from... Uh, Sean Fanning, and if you don't know who Sean Fanning is, he is the creator of Napster, if uh, any of you remember using that back in the day. So his quote is this, independent artists and labels have always been the trendsetters in the music and the music business. Let's hear that again. Independent artists and labels have always been the trendsetters in music and the music business. Okay. And what does that mean to you, Jesse? Well, what it means to me is pretty simple. The major labels, they've got a status quo to maintain. They can't take too many risks. I always love what Frank Zappa used to say about uh, record labels in the 60s, having a cigar chomping guy there and just being like, okay, if the kids like it, whatever, put it on, right? Well, it's definitely not that anymore. They can't take risks. If, If they take a risk, it's a very, very calculated one. So... I think ultimately what they're looking to is the people who are out there doing it independently, the people who can take risks because they've got no choice but to take a risk, think outside the box, buck the trends, right? As an independent artist, you can do whatever it is you want to do. You can follow your heart, right? You can do that thing that's just burning inside of you. It doesn't matter if it's trendy or cool according to mainstream. It's you, right? That That's your greatest power as an independent artist is 
to be authentically yourself and to take the chances that nobody on a major label is willing to take. Really, that is, I think, part of your greatest power as an independent artist is that you don't have to follow the trend. You can set the trend. And that's exactly what Sean Fanning is alluding to here. You have a unique power that the major labels are too afraid to have. Even though they shouldn't be afraid of it, they are. Because they've got spreadsheets to make happy, investors to make happy. And that's what they're there for. Is you know They're a money-making machine. But you as an independent artist, you have the ability to be much more of an artist than anybody on a major label might even have the ability to do. So that's, I think, what he's saying here. Yeah, I'm really digging it. Bob, you want to riff on that a little bit? I would. So you, uh, in this context, think of uh, major labels, especially the bigger ones, as like the major league. Professional ball players have already uh, established their worth to be there in the big game. And the indie labels and the artists are more like the farm team where you're developing talent. Now, there wasn't, I guess there was an era in the 60s and 70s in particular where major record labels, there was this thing called artist development where you found someone with promise and you would develop them and maybe, you know, allow the first album or so not to sell well until they found their legs and got an audience, but those days are long gone. And so, uh, yeah, the major labels these days want to, and for many years, like Jesse was saying, want to see artists have already proven themselves on a modest scale to been able to attract fans and show that there's an audience for what this new thing that they're doing. An example for, that I love to think of, and as far as like an indie label in particular, breaking an artist would be Sun Records. Is it Sam Phillips? I think was the guy that ran, ran that, and who uh, basically discovered Elvis and put out his early records, and then uh, then he went on to RCA to be a hugely impactful artist the last century. I think there will, there will always be a place for major labels, for the for superstars, for acts that have already proven themselves. They need a machine and a structure to take them to a higher level because it's challenging to do as, as an indie, although some acts have, have done that. And so, yes, you are the innovators. You're the front line. You're the, the trends, the new experimental things come from independent artists taking chances and finding an audience. Actually, I was on a panel many years ago with an A&R guy who I think was worked for Geffen at the time, and he had this great analogy. He said, a major label or a label will take you, if you think of it as a car, from 60 to 120, but it's up to the artist to go from zero to 60. So think in those terms. A label is not going to bring you out of obscurity and rescue you, but if you can create your own success story on a modest scale and then you want a label, then they will show an interest in you and possibly partner with you to take you to a higher level. So there's my riff on this topic. I'm digging it. I'm digging it. I'll give throw my two cents. So here's the thing for pretty much my entire life. Most of my life, I've been playing music for a living and that makes me a small business owner. Okay. And whether or not you realize it or not, I mean, the minute you decide that you're going to go out there and charge somebody, for a performance or you're going to try to sell somebody uh, a song, anything like that, you're, you're in business, you're a small business owner. And the thing that I really love about that is whenever I decide to do something, I can just do it. I can just pivot, change, do whatever I want. Now, that's kind of a double-edged sword because if you do it too much, you kind of confuse your audience and uh, you know they really don't have a clue what you're doing. And I have been guilty of that as well. But I saw the other side of it the last couple of years 
when my, my health deteriorated and I needed to get a day job. I've only had in my life, I've been blessed, man. I can count the number of day jobs I've had my whole life on one hand. But recently I worked for a big corporation and it's amazing. Number one, how scared they are of innovation. Number two, how nearly impossible it is to get them to do anything, even the littlest, simplest thing. Like, like when COVID hit, we need to put a sign in the window that says you got to wear a mask. And they're like, oh, well, we have to call corporate. You can't put a sign up. You can't put a sign up till, till we call them. Then they okay it. And then they have to have like these meetings and all this stuff. So it amazes me how big business and record labels uh, can even survive because they always seem so far behind the curve, but yet somehow they make it work. But being a small business owner, if you see like a new trend or you want to invent a new trend and you're being creative, you can just go for it. Like tomorrow, bam, I'm recording this stuff and I'm going to put it out next week. If you're with a label, you'd be lucky if you got it out in a year uh, with a major label, if at all. So that's my riff on that, Jesse. Bob, what do you think about my, my riff on that one? You guys agree or disagree? Well, that's the whole thing right there is your mobility as an independent artist. You are much more agile. You're much more able to pivot quickly. And you're absolutely right about, you know, larger organizations and that, you know, an idea comes up and it's got to pass somebody's desk and then it's got to go to a meeting and then other people got to get in on it. A thousand people got to sign off on the thing before it actually gets any momentum at all. And then it's a whole bunch of time to even implement the idea. So you as an independent artist, you only have yourself to approve it. And maybe you're part of an independent label. And usually if you're part of an independent label, that's a much smaller organization and it doesn't have as many hands to pass through before you can get something off the ground and going. So that is your gift as an independent artist, especially a solo independent artist, and that you may not have the marketing machine a major label has, but you have the agility to be able to pivot at a moment's notice and to adjust your whole strategy, adjust whatever it is you need to adjust in order to start building your audience, to further your art, you know, all of these things that come with, you know, being in the music business, you can do them so much more quickly and easily than when you have to go through an entire organization in order to get even the smallest things done. I mean, I know major labels have got a bad rap and for, a good reason in many instances, especially when it comes to contracts and fairness with to, to treating artists well and all that good stuff. But, but I try to put myself in the shoes of someone working there. Like if I was running an organization where there were hundreds of people, let's just say, that are employed you know, under my watch, there's a lot of pressure there to make you – you're kind of responsible for all these people and their livelihoods. And so every decision that's made, the risk factor, the downside of a bad decision could be catastrophic for a lot of people and families. And so I can understand the pressure to want to do things in a methodical way. And the larger an organization or group of humans gets, the more, like I said, is at stake. And so I kind of understand. I'm trying to be empathetic <laughs> to the process there. But it does kind of stymie growth and creativity like a lot of times independent artists when they feel like they're flailing they feel like they're oh i need help i don't know what to do but actually there's a blessing in not having that responsibility on your back where you can play and experiment and innovate i think most of the people in our audience that would listen to this will be in that independent arena and so embrace that and be grateful that you don't have the pressure to make every decision have to be perfect you know 
and uh, yeah, celebrate your independence. So there you go. Well, I hope you enjoyed that. I certainly felt it was filled with many amazing insights. And speaking of insights into building a music career, be sure to check out the Gorilla Music Marketing Handbook. And that just happens to be my highly acclaimed book on this topic. It's available on Amazon in more than a dozen countries. You can get the paperback. I've also broken down the sections into separate ebooks and even some audiobooks. Just go online and search for it if you don't already own a copy. All right, I'll be back with you real soon with the next episode. Have a great day. <laughs>